as we transition to the sermon, um, Rob indicated that this is a fairly visual piece this week. So if you are just on audio, he apologizes for anything that doesn't make sense. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son and thereby revealed to us the staircase of love. Love, the nature of this love, the concrete dimensions of God's love are given poetic expression in our touchstone passage for this morning from Philippians chapter two. At the top of the stairway of love, Jesus stands with his identity as fully God, not yet morphed into human form for a short lifetime. Form of God, equality with God, affirmation of divinity, mystery of the Trinity. He then takes the first step down the stairway of love. The privileges and trappings of divinity are set aside. Emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. I want some water. Following the staircase of love, through his birth, through his growing up years, and through his years of ministry, he ends up in Jerusalem at the start of this last week of his life, on the day we mark today as Palm Sunday. God so loved, emptied himself. He enters Jerusalem not on a royal war horse with a distinguished entourage, but on a donkey with an un unremarkable and nondescript crew, descending the stairs of love, human likeness, human form, more human maybe than his followers wished. The staircase of love led Jesus a few days later to his last meal with, with his disciples in the upper room on the day we mark with Maundy Thursday. When it was evening, he came with the 12. And when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, truly I tell you, one of you will betray me one who is eating with me. And later that night, Judas does indeed betray him. And at the same meal, Jesus says, you will all become deserters. To which Peter cockily responds, even though all become deserters, I will not. 
before the night is over. Peter denies Jesus not just once, but three times. Jesus knew how the game was going to play out. And yet, for the love of God and for the love of us, he humbled himself, became obedient. Obedient to the point of the dinner ends. They grow, go across the valley to the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus, afflicted with distress and agitation, steps off by himself to pray. And he cries out in prayer, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want but what you want. The stairway of love. He gets arrested, is taken before the council of priests, and takes a few more steps toward the bottom of the stairwell. As his mock trial is rushed forward before the council, the high priest asked him, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? Jesus said, I am. In Moses, in Exodus chapter three, Moses wants God for a name to take back to the Israelites. What name shall I give them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. The divine name, I am. Equality with God. Divinity. I am, the great I am, who is love. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, why do we still need a witness? You have heard his blasphemy. The high priest understood the I am connection and the claim at hand, which is why he immediately latches onto the charge of blasphemy in the midst of a sham trial that up until this point had no, no charges that would stick. The next step on the staircase of love takes Jesus to the Roman governor, Pilate. Pilate interrogates him and then makes the crowd an offer. Every year at this time, he releases one prisoner. Do they want Jesus to be released? The crowd, stirred up by the chief priests, roars instead for the re release of a prisoner named Barabbas, an insurrectionist who had committed murder. Barabbas, Bar-Abbas, it means son of Abba, son of the father. 
In the garden, Jesus prayed, Abba, Father, for you, all things are possible. Barabbas, son of his earthly father. Jesus, son of his heavenly father. Two different options. The son named Barabbas pursuing an insurrection of violence or the son named Jesus pursuing an insurrection of love. Pilate gives the crowd what it wants. They get Barabbas. And Jesus is handed over to be crucified. Another step down the staircase of love. The approach of death by torture is momentarily delayed so that he can be mocked and humiliated. And they clothed him in a purple cloak. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him and they began saluting him. Hail, King of the Jews. They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his clothes on him. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. The final step down the staircase of love. We know that the final step downward is not the final step. Another staircase leads up out of the grave. But on that first staircase, the steps that Jesus descended, something about the nature of God's love was revealed. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us. The staircase of love, although not by that name, has always been understood as the path of discipleship. Inextricably linked to what it means to follow Jesus. We ought to lay down our lives for one another. The staircase of love, the path of Jesus, the path of discipleship.